It's time for the most well-known sports radio icon in St. Louis. The show that begs you to answer the question, can I ever be this good? It's time for the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Amron, Missouri, on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Hey, good evening and welcome to the Charlie Tuner Show. And before we start, we'd like to hope everyone is safe and with the flood around uh, in certain parts of town. My other job I have, I couldn't even get there today because of water. And be careful of snakes. I'm serious. Snakes. Tom, how was your weekend? It was all right Friday night. It was all right Saturday. Then yesterday, depression set in. What happened? Oh, you know what happened. Oh, the Three to one. NBA playoffs? Oh, <laughs> no, oh, oh. You know. <laughs> the boys are watching the NBA playoffs. <laughs> Nashville right now is a better team. They have been a better their, team all year. Their defensive core is very good, and the Blues uh, are just not scoring. So, Most how was your weekend? Night. Usual work. Mm-hmm. However, I survived another one. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, young Joe, you had a young weekend? Yeah, uh, not really. It was a little <laughs> rainy out, so. My plans got, got derailed when you're young, a little bit. Water don't stop you. Yeah, it water does. It tends to. <laughs> not supposed to. It's anyway. not supposed to. I can remember <laughs> going out in snowstorms and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, it didn't stop us. On the winter, I'm on lockdown. I don't like going out in the cold. <laughs> if I have to go Joe, out with a jacket, you don't go out to the, the club. Cold? I can't bring a jacket to the club. You never don't, know. Don't I'm not going to bring a coat it back. Check? This is in the old days. I don't think I've ever been to a club with a coat check. Oh man, I must be going to the wrong ones. I don't go to coat check clubs either. Remember you I had that one outside. time. Yeah. I may have been there a couple of times. Because you never check the coat. You may leave it or they may steal it. <laughs> exactly. Or you might have a bottle in there. Yeah, you <laughs> never know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Skip Webber will join us at uh, about three minutes. And Joe Fresta, Blues Insider, will join us at about 840. We'll talk about that. I want to put something on your mind before we get started. The NFL draft was this weekend. Uh, Rams probably got the lowest grade. <laughs> but I want to talk about Joe Mixon real quick and put something on your mind. What was your take quickly on Joe Mixon? Give the young man a second chance. Mm-hmm. Everybody has got a, Everybody in this world has got a second chance and a third chance and some people four chances. Why not this kid? I mean, you know what? There's the video of it. It's it's long gone. It's been, well, How long ago was it, Joe? It 2014. Two, so it was three years ago. So it's over and done with. And he's, she's been paid off, so... Let's get over And it. to her, you know, give her credit, she said that, you know, I was a little bit out of order also. She said, if I could do it over, I would have done it and, different. Yeah, because you could see in the video. So she, she did accept some responsibility for what happened, not trying to excuse right, what the right, young man right. did. But the female, she did say that I was out of line. She's kind of cute, too. Also, too, the man didn't kill nobody. He didn't kill anyone. I'm sorry. Okay. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Joe Mixon. Oh, okay. He did. People are treating this like he murdered somebody. Thank you. That's you made right. a good point. Man, the man made a mistake. You know, over it was reaction. Seems like a nice kid. And, Can't tell and, by that. And, and Charlie, you know what? If I may add something that you but know, we all <laughs> when we were 19, 20 years old, we didn't make the good decisions reaction, all the man. time. Plus, he did the ultimate sin. Hit a white girl. Mm. 
on video hit too. A woman. Made it worse. Hit a woman. Hit a woman. You don't girl. think the fallout would have been as bad if it would have been a female, black female? No, no, no. No, it wouldn't have been as bad. No, well, no, no, no. Ray Rice right. has been blacklisted. He hit a black female. Yeah. Ray, listen, Ray. He could have played in play What do you say? You saw Joe Mixon win the second round If he could play, he wouldn't be blacklisted. He wouldn't be playing. No. And that's part of it. That's like Colin Kaepernick. People said, well, one of the reasons, and I was, I was at the uh, draft show we had, and I talked to Johnny Rowland and, mm-hmm. and Hannaford. The way they look at drafts, man, it's totally different. Than, it's looking of course. Yeah. They said, maybe the reason why Jay Cutler hasn't been picked, because if they select him, then people are going to say, aha, that's why we're not picking Colin Kaepernick. So he may be hanging out there for a reason as well. There's a lot of scenarios here. Uh, John is going to have to call back. we got to go to Skip Weber uh, here for the Weber Report. Folks, we'll be here till 10 o'clock. Uh, you can call in a little bit later and talk about the Blues. Next game is when? Tom? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night in Nashville, game number four. Would you say it's a must win? Uh, yeah. yeah, tomorrow night is. Tomorrow yeah. night is. In any way they can eke it out, they're going to have to get a lot better play from their defensive core, but they're also going to have to get much better play out of their front, the, their forwards. Yesterday, if you look at that, the third goal that was scored, that that time that uh, Joel Edmondson and uh, Colton Perico were on the ice, were, they were out there forever, and they were gassed, and they just couldn't go anymore. It's time for the Weber Report. Brought to you by Weber Chevrolet and WeberChevrolet.com. Now, here's Skip Weber. All right, Skip, how are you? You're back in this country, right? I'm back in the country, and I'm ready to catch up on sports. Ready to catch up. Well, your St. Louis Blues, are they in trouble, or can they pick it up? Uh, They can pick it up. I mean, uh, the bad game was at game one um, with, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that, that – I think it's the worst game they've played in the playoffs so far. And, uh, you know, if they'd have won that, it would be 2-1 right now, obviously. But uh, winning the first game back into, in, in Nashville with that crowd, I mean, losing that first game back is, is, not, is not a sin. And a couple of key points in that game would uh, turn it against them, but it's a tough place to play, and I think they'll be a little bit more ready tomorrow. Yeah, the first goal that they scored yesterday, Skip, was a screen goal. The second yep. goal, was that was a good goal. And then the third one was the goal I was just talking about when Joel Edmondson and Colton Perico were out on defense, and they were out there yeah. for a, an extended period of time, and they were just exactly. gassed. That, that was the breaker. And the front, In the and meantime, the, we couldn't get that lucky bounce off that, cross, off that crossbar. Nope, know? that's true, when Bertuzzo hit the crossbar. Two, so. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that kind of stuff kind of happens sometimes. On home ice, you know, whatever it might be, the karma or whatever, you know, who knows. But whatever the case is, uh, I think that I think that we got a shot at beating them on game in game four, and if we do, then we get the upper hand back. I heard Darren Payne this morning say that this team, although it happens, was tired and gassed after the game yesterday. The, the def- defenseman for the Blues, Skip. Charlie, I could barely hear you. I'm sorry. Could you, if you could repeat that, Darren Payne. I heard Darren Payne on this morning saying that. The defensemen for the Blues were gassed and tired after the game yesterday. They were just—I think that they looked like they were. I mean, I think that for most of the second period, they looked like they were skating in water instead of on ice. They—they kind of p- picked it up for uh, the last maybe ten minutes of the game and looked and looked fast again. 
but I thought that they that they looked they looked really slow. And I which think means tired. I think one of the reasons that they did look so slow in life they were you know skating in mud is because they're not getting much help from the forwards back helping on defense. You know that could be true, but um, yeah, I, I, looking back, you're probably right. But that's and that's the thing. That's what the mo was against the Wild is they were packing all five, packing five people into the into the middle of the ice and keeping the Wild from scoring. Uh, really helped Jake Allen, even with all those shots. Um, the shots weren't good, you know, this, this, because because of all the all the presence of all the, the players right there in that. Right, you know, in the, in the midst of the goal. So, I don't know if they're if they're not doing it as much to try to get more scoring chances or what. Skip, uh, Coach Mike Yo after the game yesterday, I heard him say something that really resonated with me. He said that he just didn't feel that the Blues elevated their level of play to match Nashville's. Well, I, I'm sorry, but I cannot hear you guys. Very no, well. I. Um, Coach Yo yesterday after the game in his press conference said that he he felt like the team did not match Nashville's level of intensity and competitiveness. Did you say that they did not match Nashville's level of intensity? Problem. Yes, I I totally agree with that. They looked a little bit flat, but see that's also goes back to that home home crowd. You know Nashville only lost six games at home in regulation. They lost a few more you know, in overtime or, or with shootouts, that's a pretty good home record. And uh, and that's a pretty loud crowd. The announcers even talked about how loud it was for them. That It's as loud as any place they've heard all playoffs. Uh, they're kind of passionate there. They don't have a baseball team. The football team has been bad for a while. I mean, the sports fans there in Nashville, they're, they're, they're hockey fans right now. And, and they're, they're looking for, uh, you know, when you sweep the Blackhawks like they did, Boy, it's a lot of optimism, and that place was rocking. Yeah, with only they've only I think that place I think it used to be called the Gaylord Center only seats about sixteen thousand people, and they made a tremendous amount of noise yesterday. And uh, the Blues, whether or not that factors into way, the way they play, it sure did seem like the Blues weren't uh, uh, heating up the way that Nashville did early on. Yeah, I thought the Blues came out strong. I thought the Blues played well in the first period. Uh, especially the first half of the first period. It seemed like we had better chances. We were attacking better. Then they had that kind of fluky goal, and mm-hmm. it took a little wind out of the sails. Skip, silly penalties are hurting the Blues, and that's got to stop. I agree. I agree. That uh, a couple power play goals this series, and and the the power plays were caused by penalties that didn't need to happen. I totally agree with that. What's your fellas' take on Jake Allen? Yeah, he's doing everything he can, but he had one bad game the first and second game. But he's doing yeah. His- I think I think he's doing a great job. I think he's stopping a lot of you know. There's a lot of times when uh, the Blues take some chances and leave him out on an island, and he and he steps up. You know, we talk about goaltending. I was at the as we talked about earlier. I was at the NHL All Star Game this year, and, and you know who the two Western goaltenders were for the Western Conference, the two all-star goalies this year were the two goalies we've played so far. Devin Dubnik. Dubnik and, and, uh, and, and Pecorina. So that's another thing. You know, Jake Allen's playing as well as anybody in goal in the playoffs, but we're, we're playing, we've played against two of the best this year as voted by their peers. And that's, um, that, you know, that, that's a little bit of a tall order. So 
let's get through this round and win this and, and maybe face a, a goaltender that's not quite as hot as these guys. Mm-hmm. The big difference between this series and the Minnesota series, Skip, I think, is that the defense, the way it played in the first series, it pushed the Minnesota Wild to the outside. They didn't get the quality shots, and Jake Allen's saves that he made were pretty easy. And now in yep. this series, there's a lot of shots from the point, and you can see what happened yesterday with the Nashville defense. They scored a lot. They scored a couple goals from at the point, and uh, some screenshots, and they're getting better and quality shots against Jake Allen, and therefore he's not making the saves that he was in the first series. Yeah, a couple of those goals yesterday were were, were goals because of they were screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen was screened by players, and that's you know that uh, uh, when you're shooting up straight on from the point, like you said, it's a lot easier shot to make against a screened goalie than one of those angled shots because it's a little bit harder to hit the net in those angles. So I think you're exactly right, and I think it's it's it's, it's gone against us. I don't know if it's if it's the Blues that are taking themselves out of that. Or if it's the Predators' style of play, but yeah, the uh, the Predators are are on a roll. They beat um, best team in the West, or one of the best teams in the West. Certainly, one of the most successful last few years. Swept them, and they believe they can win. And they're playing with a lot of confidence and speed, and 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 their crowds behind them. And uh, you know, I think all that is combining together. And, and like I said, I I'm not sure if it's a strategy that we're using that's not working. But I do, I do, I do believe in Mike Yo. He's been coaching pretty well this this half season, and uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I think we can, I think we can come back and take him. We've been good on the road all year, especially in the you know in the playoffs. We won all three in Minnesota, so uh, I think we're going we're gonna to steal one from him tomorrow. Skip, I think that for the Blues to win tomorrow, the key is going to be we have to get Tarasenko involved. He has to score some goals for the Blues to win. He's been, Could been not agree more. He's been scored two on Friday night. He needs to score every game, though, is what I'm saying. <laughs> he's been scoring. Not just one game. When he you got two guys game. draped on you, it's pretty hard. He's been scoring. <laughs> he's been scoring. He's got to look like he's the only one scoring. <laughs> well, somebody else better score. <laughs> right. hey, well, Skip, what's your, quick, what's your take on the NBC telecast of the games? Do you like that? I like the fact that it's national like that. But I like our guys. I mean, I'm a homer. I like I like I like our our announcers a lot better. It's just more fun. All right, shifting gears. I don't know if I would ever have said this, uh, especially to you, Tom. Oh, and and uh, Skip. Mike Leak leads the National League <laughs> in earned runs, Skip. And you said he was going to be a pretty good pitcher. Yeah, I, I, it, it's amazing. It's great. You know he's uh he was predicted as our four starter and he's the best pitcher in the league. He's shutting everybody down. That's great. We get Wainwright a little bit uh, more consistent, yep. and I think we'll have a great, great staff. I mean Walker, Walker looking looking good. Lance Lynn looks really good. Also, um, you know Carlos Martinez has a couple hiccups, but still has got electric stuff. You know, to be honest with you, as as a mild, I've been mildly disappointed in Wainwright. But if Adam Wainwright's your worst pitcher, you got a really good starting pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the – here's the stat I found out today. The Cardinal pitching staff as an overall pitching staff is in the top ten in baseball. Hmm. Cleveland is ranked 17th, and the Cubs are 23rd. 
<laughs> in Major League Baseball. Yeah. So the pitching staff is Here, not that bad. The, the Cardinals, the reason why the Cardinals are just hovering around 500 is not because of their starting pitching. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about that all. Even when they were 3-9, and nine, their starting pitching was good. You know, they had, we talked about they got three problems. They got three problems. Their fundamentals, you know, particularly their defense, and throw the base running in there too. But their fundamentals, their hitting, and their bullpen. Well, they solved the hitting part. I think they've been a little bit better on the defense part. Mm. Not too much. Not too but their bullpen's still terrible. So that, they, that's what they got to fix. Mm-hmm. Their starting pitching and their hitting is pretty good. Good enough to, to win, I think. You mentioned but you can't. You got, you got to have the other facet of that game. You mentioned. You can't ask the starters to go nine every night. Charlie, you mentioned that the Cleveland Indians were 17th and the Cubs were 23rd in pitching. But as I read the power rankings today, the Cubs were 6th, and I believe Cleveland was either 9th or 10th, and the Cardinals were 11th. Those are power rankings. I understand. But isn't that something? I mean, the Cardinals are 12 and 12, and the Cubs are 13 and 11, so they're only one game apart. And and there's that much of a difference. I think a uh, a lot can be said. People are still thinking the hangover from last year. Yeah, there's a, there's no question that that is because power rankings is nothing but people voting, right? Nothing right. but but you know, usually pretty knowledgeable, people, but they're people voting, and so a lot happens when they start up high. I mean, the Cubs started the season high, number one, probably one or two, somewhere in there, top three, probably at least. So then getting off to a bad start means they just got they fall down a little bit. Whereas the Cardinals probably did start higher than. 14 or 15, so being up 11th is not really bad for them. Look at the power rankings August 1st. That's what you got to worry about. <laughs> right. Skip, if a person wants to come over and get a great car for under $20,000, he can look at a Chevy Cruze, couldn't he? We've got, uh, yes, absolutely. Chevy Cruze, definitely the, uh, the, the um, Chevy Spark would be way under 20. You can get the Chevrolet Trax, which is the smallest crossover. That can get under 20. And I'm telling you, starting tomorrow, you wait and see. We've got Malibus that will be under 20. Wow. We're going to have 20% off, 20% off all of our Malibu LTs. That's big money. Still, Skip, we still, as I pass by all the time here at 270 and Olive, your used car lot is loaded with great cars as well, Skip. You know, we've had now four months in a row to start the year of terrific, terrific pre-owned vehicle used, used car sales. A lot of that's because we sell so many new cars, we get all those trade-ins. But my guys have put a new effort in this year to go out and look for great values of used cars for us to buy to resell. So we're not just selling trade-ins. And the neat thing about it is we're putting great warranties on every one of these. We have, you know a whole bunch of Chevrolet used cars that you can get the same warranty as if it was brand new. And uh, when you do that and save all that money, it becomes a great buy. And that's why we have four months of, you know, we're off to really a record used car sales for for our stores. Uh, I think we're on pace to have our best used car car sales ever for a year. Folks, that's Weber Chevrolet, WeberChevrolet.com. Two locations in Illinois, Columbia, Granite City, and, of course, 270 in Olive. I call it the big house. And, folks, if you're credit challenged, don't worry. Go in and see Weber. We can get them all done. Can we, Skip? 
Absolutely, absolutely, no problem with that. We've got a great person at every store that does that does great with that, and will get you in something. And and you won't be paying twenty percent either. You'll be a great, great payment. All right, Skip. Thank you very much. We'll visit with you again on Thursday and go Blues. Looking forward to it. Go Blues. We'll be talking about the game five on Friday night when we'll be two and two. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Skip. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You know. The Weber Report was brought to you by Weber Chevrolet. Oh, we'd like to remind everybody, tomorrow night we're going to have a special kind of show. If you heard Frank's show Friday, we had Anthony Bonner and uh, Coach Rich Grower on, and Anthony respects Coach Rich Grower immensely. And Anthony's going to be on tomorrow. He's coming back to St. Louis. Him and a guy named Dennis Becker, they're starting a sports academy. And the sports academy is also going to be consistent of basketball, of course, for little kids, men, women, boys, girls. He said even people my age. Yeah. Really? What? <laughs> and Never they're gonna, too late. Geriatric league. They're going to talk. Well, a lot of people my age play basketball. I thought that's, that's how they stay in shape. That's what I do. used to do. Full court, not half court. And they're gonna. he's also going to talk uh, a religious too. I, when I play basketball, I can't play half court. It makes me tired. Full court doesn't because you're stretching it out. I'm serious. Really? I get more tired playing half court than I do full court. Huh. And I really? never known because you're stretching your lungs out more. Half court, I just start stopping. I don't like that. But he's going to have an academy. You need to play, Tom. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Play some oh. horse, pig. I, you see me shooting free throws like Rick Barry. That's what you say. <laughs> I got a commercial now. So he'll be talking about that and. Uh, he is a now a minister, a man of the cloth, and he'll be back. Uh, we'll talk to him tomorrow night uh, about that. Uh, the NBA, uh, the Clippers, they lost Terrible. yesterday. Only team to, to lose after having a lead. Uh, Chris Paul is a restricted free agent, as well as uh, Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. And uh, the coach uh, is the GM and the coach, and he will probably stay or – Go to Orlando. I've heard take? that today. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah, I, I'm a. I would like to see the Clippers break it up and try something new. But I was thinking about it today. What are they going to do? They have. They're just going to be trash again because they have nobody if they let all these guys go. Well, you're, in the, you're in the conference with Golden State too. So they actually played pretty well. I saw the stat today that it's the fifth season in a row where they blew in playoff lead, but. It, They've had injuries all th- five seasons in a row, mm-hmm. so they are they are a good team. They win fifty games every year, so I don't think they should break it up. They are they're not going to win fifty games next year without Chris Paul and Blake. What's your Griffin. take on the Clippers? I'm kind of inclined to think like Joe that maybe they need to break it up. But if you do, you, you're going to compete in that Western Division, like you said, with Golden State. So they're kind of in a catch twenty two situation right now. You know, it, it, Blake Griffin. I, I really think you need to move him. I really do because uh, he has not produced in the manner in which a first overall choice. You expect him to produce. Well, he's produced. He shows he's flashes of brilliance, but he has not been consistent. He's averaged 24 points a, you know, a game. He's you know, played he's, he's he played okay. But when the chips are down, yeah, he's in the fourth hurt. quarter, he's never bit. around. Oh. They're snake bit. Well, you got, when you got a team like Golden State in that in that conference, you, what are you going to do? You ain't snake bit. They're mm-hmm. just better than you That's are. That's right. <laughs> but it's, it's, well, I mean, they're snake bit by them. Do much the same way. All those – hey, remember well, how good the Houston Rockets were? Two years ago, they had the a 3-2 lead against Golden State, and they blew it. Houston was good in the 80s. And who they have in that West? They had the Lakers. Lakers beat them every year. True. Except for the one year when the Lakers, when Houston got lucky. That's what the NBA is, though. Yeah, I know. 
You usually got one good team in one conference, and they usually dominate. But they do it now. People fail to remember how bad the Clippers were. <laughs> they were oh pretty bad. God. Yeah, so, terrible. Uh, so the owner has to look at that. If I blow this up, I'm going to be the way I used to be, and the Lakers are going to come back eventually. Mm-hmm. Then you won't own the town. You, well, you don't They'll own never the own the town unless They'll they never win own a couple it. championships. Never never own own they might go back to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to give Blake Griffin $200 million contract? That's a lot of money. Probably not. Uh, for an injury-prone player. There's rumor where they're going to go get Carmelo. But you got to remember, they're up-tempo. Is that somebody on that? No, no, no. They're an up-tempo team. And what Carmelo Anthony does when he gets the ball, ISO. he does what Blake mm-hmm. Griffin does. They're two ISO players. What does Blake Griffin do? He drops his head like a ball, takes the whole game away. And that's the same thing Carmelo Anthony's going to do. Isn't Melo kind of old, and- too? Yeah, he's, he's up there 32, long. yeah. Two, what's, what's Blake Griffin? 20, 27? 20, yeah, 27, yeah. 28, 27. So he's young, and he still can play. He just but, he gets injured. And then you also have to think about how good is he actually without Chris Paul giving him assists left and right, you setting know, him up on the offense constantly. You know where he could wind up at, though? OKC with Russell Uh-oh. Westbrook. Mm, I don't think that would. That's a trade and sign. That's a, they're talking about a trade and sign with that, too. Ooh. I don't oh, know if that would work, though. That would be good. That's a good. That would be mm-hmm. That would be better for him than going to the Knicks. Oh, way better than him going to the Knicks. I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. He, he, I don't think he would work in the triangle at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to take our first time out the of it. We'll talk about the NFL draft probably in the second hour. We're going to talk a little bit. I know. We're going to talk a little bit more hockey. I'm so damn tired of hockey. I don't know. Why are you so tired of it, man? Long it's this is it, Hold this on town. Let's just tell you. The Nashville Predators are a much better team. No, Let's they're just, not. They are from every expert I've talked <laughs> no, to, not. from every expert I've talked to, this, I so, mean, I've talked to, they're a much better team. All that doesn't ex- mean they're going to win and now. All, and all the experts said that the Minnesota Wild were much better than the Blues, too, and the Blues no, outstood did not. in five games. No, they did not. No, well, they did not. Well, no, they, they had they more not. points than them, and they no, dominated they the season, so. Minnesota was good in the first half of the season. As the not one player, not one person that knows what's mm-hmm. going on, said Minnesota is better than Blue. Blues. Yeah, but Nashville is better than Blue. Blues. Said, it the Blues. you got to play the game. You got to play the game. The, let's just face the fact. Nashville should be up three to nothing. Are you a Nashville Predators <laughs> fan now since the Hawks no, are out? No, I'm just you telling you the truth. Because you seem like See, it. I'm not a fan. I'm in the it's media. It's a fun city. When you're uh-huh. in the media, you uh-huh. can't be rooting for people. You rooted for the Cubs. What do you mean? You said you root for the Cubs last year. They were my favorite team last year. Oh, Next so you're not a, so you're a fan of the Cubs, but no, not, I'm not when, a fan when of you're the not in the media. No, I'm not I a see. fan of the Cubs. He's going to two hats. I'm, I'm going to tell you who I'm a fan of. Who are you a fan of? I like of? the Cardinals. I know who you're but not like a fan of. You're not a fan of Trump. No, no I'm not. But no, Nashville. But Nashville is a better team. I'm just saying. But that doesn't mean they're going to win. Nope. That doesn't mean they're going to win. No. One thing the Blues did. The Blackhawks didn't score. The Blues scored three goals. That's right. And the Blackhawks didn't. What did they do? They scored diddly squat. Diddly squat. Uh huh. So that's a, that's some hope. But we There's can't start hope. out late like we. When you got one we of the doing that. When you got one of the best players in the league. Who is that? All, Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh-huh. They don't have one of the best players in the league. <laughs> Most he's the only one scoring. Well, he's the only one scoring. And Joel Edmondson. That's the problem, though. <laughs> well, as you said. Nashville is a better team right now. Right now. They're but, a better team. But that doesn't mean they're going to win. They were, a the better two- team. they were a better team yesterday. Were they a better, game in, a better team in game one? No. Were they a better game in game two? 
They were a better say, team in game two, but they and, didn't win that game. The think, Blues won. Do you think them and Pittsburgh are the best teams in the league? Right now? Mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh's the best team, and I think Edmonton's a very good team. I don't think I don't Washington think I don't look think, like they're what the, I don't think Nashville if Nashville wins against the Blues, I don't think they get past Edmonton or Anaheim. Hey, we're gonna take a quick will. time out, folks. When we come back, we'll visit with you or talk to Joe Freston. We'll be right back. Man, what's your plan? Is it the rock to try state? Almost gold, 5G's a show great. Or do you want to see about seven digits? Quizzic, Cali, great place to visit. I'm 